now recording. Sweet. So competitive Undertale. (laughs) Yeah, that was the most limp clap I've ever done. Looking at it in the recording, (laughs) it's like, it's like, it exists. Dude, some words just do a really good job of expressing what they are. Like moist, kind of feels moist, limp. Just kind I think of that's the first time you know I've I mean? ever heard limp used to describe a clap. Dude. <laughs> He's like a limp, a clap, like a royal like member. It's like a golf clap where you're like, yeah. No, like, yeah, I guess. The thing is, I pictured like two spaghetti noodles just like slapping against each other. <laughs> mm, <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> what the that's, fuck? That's, that's basically how I clapped was that. <laughs> James grabs two hands of spaghetti and is like, yeah. He's like, where did my bones go? He's just like got these like fucking arms that are just noodles. What happened to my bones? Yeah, I don't know what happened to your bones, bro. That laugh was literally louder than my clap, according to my microphone. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Uh, We're good. We got this. We'll just believe in Craig today. Craig has got our fucking back today. We're totally good. No, no, no. You can tell. You can tell where it is. Oh, you can tell. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Can we wait for Craig just to leave mid-recording? Craig's like, I'm out, bro. That clap was so limp. (laughs) I can't handle this shit anymore. These people just don't have it in (laughs) them. Yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. Mm. Shout out to Craig, our audio engineer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Craig, our audio engineer who doesn't actually do anything. Although we actually would sound legit. Maybe I should have played that off more. We wouldn't sound legit, but we're just like, Craig can edit that out. Yeah, what do you mean? Craig does way more than McCoy does. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, in some senses, he does. I mean, you know. Don't sell yourself sore, buddy. (laughs) You're doing things over there. We don't know if they're good or bad, but you're doing things. I don't know what you do, but you're doing something. Boy, you clicked those buttons today, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. Clicking buttons. Yeah. Yeah, it actually reminds me of like a. Because, you know, sometimes people will, like, make fun of, like, the audio engineer, especially, like, if they have a production set up really well, and then they just sit there and do nothing for, like, three hours during a podcast, um, which actually is a sign of a good audio engineer. It means they did a really good job with their with their pre-setup, but it's just funny. Like, people are like, well, I could do that, and it's like, yeah, but could you get to the point where it's elegant and sounds amazing, and then you don't have to touch anything? Like, can you do that? That's the real test. Uh, no. Yeah, that's <clears throat> tough. The answer is no, I can't do that. Yeah, the answer is no for me either, dog. Um, it's a no from me, dog. <laughs> That's a no. That's an an no, bro. Our two listeners are like, we know. <laughs> yeah, they they know. The longer you've been with us, the more you question or not whether or not we're recording through a tin can, through a computer, through like one of those, you know, those like those cans that are attached via string, and you're on like the play structure, and you're like, hey man, so we're playing tag, and, and they don't know where you are, and it's like you know you're like going up through the. This week we're playing Undertale. <laughs> Has anybody actually like <laughs> spoken through tin cans in that way? I've always seen in cartoons, but I've never yeah, personally yeah. did that as a yeah. human being. Oh yeah, definitely. Huh. You did? <clears throat> yeah. When I was a kid, they, I mean, I like this, this play structure thing is like essentially like a real memory. Like, yeah, we, we had it uh, at, yeah, dude, it sounds crazy. And obviously never had, very tinny, but. Yeah. I never had tin cans, <laughs> but it'd have like essentially just like long tubes. <laughs> Or it was like yeah. a funnel into a tube that then went to like the other side of the playground to another funnel. Oh, we had that one built into our play yeah. structure. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it totally oh, works. Nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know oh, what telephones are all about, though. Like, you know. These are some privileged play structures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they clearly uh, from a California. Place of <laughs> oh, my God. All I can tell you is that the ice cream man comes by our fucking house. He doesn't actually come by our house, but he just drives by. And it's like. 
it's actually like wrong. Like I can just feel the like conditioning of when I was a kid where I was like, uh, uh, uh. mom, can I have five bucks? Like I just, it's just like, <laughs> it, like it's just in there. Like, well, you just call your Ohio. mom. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I need ice cream money, mom. Please, mom. Don't please. dox McCoy's mom. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Mrs. Stamler. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely doxable from the state of Ohio. I know. It's pretty small. They're like, damn, we knew it. Triangulate. <laughs> yeah. No, like, it's, it's just, it's actually like, like, mom, they have like the ice cream that like has the googly eyes on it, mom. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it, mom. For real. Like, I need that shit. And she's like, the that Spider-Man are, like, ice cream drops? that looks like yeah. an abomination. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. those. <laughs> One eye's rolled halfway down the face and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Mom, I have to eat it or else it, it'll be alive still, mom. <laughs> I have to put it out of its misery. And also it like tastes bad but <laughs> oh, sweet yeah. so it's cool yeah because right, as a kid all you want is just the sugar you don't care about right. whether it actually tastes good it's just the fact that it's sugar so so right okay, that's a question i have me. for all you guys because recently on a road trip we ate a bunch of uh old school candy that we hadn't eaten since we were kids you know like stuff that doesn't have an like anything analogous to the real world like it's like purple flavor yeah like airhead you know what i mean you're like like the different flavors of that you're like the fuck is the mystery one actually the fuck is any of these like so i was curious it tasted a lot different as an adult but but i'm not sure and i don't think it's immediately apparent to me whether or not it is different you know because they've changed the ingredients or they've changed it up in some way or if i'm different or both like meet you in the middle what do you guys think me I would think it'd be a meat in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, for me personally, I, I don't. I've kind of like grown out of those. Yeah, like that, like fruity candy stuff. I don't really do anymore. Like if I'm buying candy, it's just like, like Twix or something, right? Or like Snickers. Yeah, that's pretty much what I get. For, Fuck, I love for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's like coffee. I mean, I call that like some toffee, but mainly it's just like it's like chocolate bar type deals. That's like what I'm good with because that like candy, like fruity stuff aimed towards children more. It's like. I hate it. I'm like, this I'm about is so... those candy. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The like toffee or the caramel covered in chocolate with some nuts around it. Yeah. Damn, James. Whatever those things are. That's just the adult version of a Snickers bar. fucking amazing. <laughs> they are fucking amazing. Dude, Meanwhile, you're so right. I'm like still way into Skittles because I still like fruity candy. So <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. I mean, Skittles, Skittles are good. Skittles, Skittles are, are good. good. Skittles, Skittles still... are like the best of the that you know, yeah. like f- brightly colored candy. Do you like sour Skittles? I used to like them as a kid, but they would fuck my shit up. Like my Dude, whole mouth would be dead at the end. My mouth gets destroyed when I have like more than five of those. I thought yeah. it was just because I was a kid, <laughs> but then I got some for Halloween this year. We got like a variety bag of like mini Skittle <clears throat> packets. And so I tried one of the sour ones because I'm like, maybe things have changed. But no, like after the fifth one, you just feel it scrape across the roof of your mouth. And you're <sighs> like, ah, it's so good, yeah. but it hurts so bad. <laughs> the human mouth that. is not made for this. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. like, I remember like downing an entire pack of those and then just like <laughs> accepting the fact that my mouth would be destroyed for the next few hours. Dude, or days, bro. <laughs> like, it, oh, God. Same thing with warheads. Although I think sour skills are probably the worst. But like, I remember like sticking yeah. a warhead head on my tongue and just holding oh, it there. Yeah. Like, come on, come on. Like, <laughs> hurt me. <laughs> um, and it would. Those oh. things can. 
Oh yeah. You can like burn your mouth with that. I remember the ones that are like, these are the extra sour ones. And I'm like, what am I a coward? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but like in reality, yeah. Like what the fuck? I am a man. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And then do you the remember? Best you can do. Do you remember as a kid, like you would eat candy bars and some shit, and then like your parents or grandparents would come to you and like, back in my day, we had, and they would like give you like an old school candy bar, and you'd be like, get that trash away from me. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck is that? Give me something that fucks my shit up. Like, give me sour Skittles, give me fucking Snickers bars. Like, don't give me this fucking, what is that, an Abba Zabba? Actually, I really like Abba Zabba, but it's like, you know what I mean? It's just like something like that. Like, the fuck I've is never this? Had, what's an Abba Zabba? Dude, it's great. What the hell is that? Yeah, it's like basically. The rapper uh, looks like a taxi cab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, it totally does. What? Actually, I really no, recommend it. Is this a California yellow? thing? Like, I don't think so. Are there state-specific candies? What Probably. the heck is going on? I'm looking up Abba Zabba. Dude, these are fucking great. Uh, it's like got like a I don't know how to describe that some sort of the first thing that popped up was strains of marijuana I don't think that's right <laughs> okay listen that's look a California it's California yeah, yeah it is California our candy yeah. is just weed <laughs> yeah. oh, okay so it's like those little like peanut butter like yes. chewy taffy peanut butter center kind of yeah thing. so it's chewy taffy yeah. on the outside and then there's peanut butter on the inside so you have to like you have to work through I, it to actually get to the peanut butter on the inside which is pretty I good still, I still don't know what you're talking about yeah, it's fucking weird, but I, I do recommend it. That being said, it was more like people would give you Mars bars and stuff, and you'd be like, excuse me, I haven't seen any marketing for this, so I'm not going to eat this. Um, so, yeah. Mars bars are pretty good, though. I'm sure they are, yeah. I never saw a Kool-Aid man bust through a wall to advertise this shit. Clearly, exactly. Dude, I you guys remember Sunny D? Holy fuck. <laughs> there was like a brief window for like three and a half days when I was in kindergarten where I thought Sunny D was good. And then after that, I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Even then, like, Jesus Christ. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> like, like, my neighbors had Sunny no, D and my mom was shit, like, man. yeah, <laughs> that purple drink. Where's that from? Is that like a yeah. Dave Chappelle thing? Oh, God. That's Dave Chappelle, yeah. Oh, fuck. It was so hilarious. Me, the other day, Tron Dave Chappelle came up in one of our meetings in our, like, in my work, in the business that I work at, and it was a bunch of people trying to, like, dance around, like, what the humor was that Dave Chappelle was trying to, like, get at. And so it was me sitting there like, yeah, did you guys know that the first episode of Dave Chappelle actually had Clayton Bixby, the, um... How do I say this? The African-American that was blind, that was a white supremacist. Do you know what I'm talking about? And they're all like, yeah, dude, that was awesome. And I'm like, first episode. Can you believe that? They yep. opened with that. <clears throat> Holy shit. That's a ballsy move. Yeah. But it was just this like moment of like the air was tense because I was going to have to try to describe <laughs> Dave Chappelle in a business meeting. Like that's a, that's a dangerous fucking <laughs> thing to do. That's a minefield. Yeah, I think I got it across. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah it's good, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are not a candy podcast, nor are we a Dave Chappelle comedy podcast. But, but we could be. We could be. Dude. <laughs> we are a video game podcast where each week we play a game and then we talk about it. And today we've got our usual suspects of James McCoy and Gabe, and then myself, Zoe. Uh, but you knew that already because, you know, this is what, episode 46? Seven? I don't, I don't know. even know I think where 46, we're at right now. If I had to guess. Shout out Central Coast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because we've essentially peaked and there aren't any new listeners, like we appreciate you having started earlier on. And if you started from this episode, I like. You're the best. You're the best. Not only are you the best, but unfortunately, yeah. like 
you're in for a rough reality. This has been a relatively low key and tame intro, and you're not going to find those within like a 40 mile radius. <laughs> yeah, you'll see this on the Joe Rogan podcast. You probably oh my God, do. dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah. we might get some new listeners to this one because this week we played a pretty widely popular game, Undertale. So, yeah. Why are you laughing? Our, I was just laughing because I was imagining in our, my head in being our like second game of the uh, single person dev team game. Uh, the one person run. wonders block. James, read the script. Right? Fuck! I already <laughs> forgot you were whatever. <laughs> Who what is reads idea? things anymore? Gosh. I'll be honest. I was laughing because I was totally imagined Zoe's going to drop like, well, we might have some new listeners this week because this week we're sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh my God. Get out of here. I was, I was just about to contradict myself and say, you know who reads things? Fans of visual. Oh, but, um, that's an OG reference. But yeah, no. Dude. Yeah. Nice reference. Damn. <clears throat> Uh, I'm going to create a logo for visual and just put oh, put that logo God, in the corner of all of our stuff yeah. <laughs> to make it seem like uh, we're by visual. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then no, just but, so yeah. take the Audible logo and just sort of like just put some googly <laughs> eyes on that put a, shit. Put a V on it. <laughs> put the A upside down. Yo, don't make it too close, though, because we really could not sustain a, a lawsuit at this stage. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Remember, yeah. did you guys hear about shitty Starbucks? No. The uh, the somebody opened a store called Shitty Starbucks. Oh my god! Was just like a Starbucks except shitty, <laughs> and it was uh it was performance art. They claimed to try and avoid lawsuits, <laughs> and did they? <laughs> I think I think they got sued, but uh... <laughs> yeah. Brands are so chill until they find that you're like in their legal space, and then they just quietly destroy you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes not think, so quietly. I mean, yeah. they got sued, but they might have won their lawsuit. Oh. But they still got sued. And they know? still had to pay the legal fees. That's the key. That's how you destroy exactly. someone regardless, because they pay, the, unless they win so hard that they make Starbucks pay for their legal fees, then the average business can't sustain that. So. And Starbucks is like, I don't care. And Starbucks <laughs> is like, excuse me, we're just going to go back change. to like, no, because like Starbucks is, aren't they the company that's like trying to be all like, I don't remember, but like all these companies have like, they're changing their structure up to try to be more accepting and to be more. Yes, yeah, Starbucks uh, is one of those like companies. public facing. They they want to like get yeah. in with the yeah. right side of whatever. They want to be on the right side of history. They, sure, you yeah, exactly. Like whatever way you want to describe. But then at the same time, they're just silently squashing out all yeah. anything that gets close to their legal uh, stuff. So what are you gonna do? I mean, that's true, but that's also because our. Uh, wonderful country's uh, <clears throat> copyright law says that if you don't defend your copyright, you lose it. So oh, it companies literally have to be litigious as shit or they're going to lose their copyrights. So if they that they can't have any chill, because if they have chill, then they yeah, just lose everything. They lose it all. Yeah. Well, that is. Yep. I mean, they can have some chill, but usually they err on the side of not chill. <laughs> no chill. Snuff that shit yeah. out immediately. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just imagine like a little beautiful candle, like in church, right? You know, you're going on 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 Christmas uh, or the day before Christmas and everyone holds their little candle and it has that little circular thing around it to catch the wax as it comes down. And then Starbucks just has one of those candle putter outers and they just fucking 
just reach from across the whole church and just nope nope and then there's this beautiful little plume of smoke and that was your hopes and fucking dreams anyways um that relates to Undertale in some way. I just don't know. How. You know who didn't get sued by Starbucks this week? Yeah, Undertale. Undertale. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so yeah, this week we played Undertale, um, and it was created by Toby Fox in 2015, and it's just about a human who falls falls down a little hole into a world of monsters and other creatures, and has to somehow find their way home. And that's the watered down version of the story but this game kind of has a lot to offer um and in particular you know this this game plays off of this like rpg turn-based combat you know like a la pokemon and final fantasy but it adds a couple components that make this game's play style very unique um so i guess i guess we'll just kind of open up with you know between you know I'm sure you guys have played these kind of turn-based combat games before. Uh, you know, I know, McCoy, you've played XCOM, and um, I'm sure we've all played <laughs> yeah, Pokemon this... at some point in our yeah, yeah. I mean, I've definitely played my but, fair share of Pokemon, too. Turn-based right. combat and is so, a like, broad range. Yeah. Right, <laughs> it is a broad range. And so this game kind of combines turn-based combat with also this kind of, like, bullet hell-like projectile dodging mechanic. So that way, Except like sometimes it's, it's just a dog chilling. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Toby likes dogs. A doggo um, chilling. Right. But yeah, like yeah. it. So like in adding this kind of dodge component to the RPG, to this RPG turn-based combat style, you know, it's giving you the chance to not have this randomization of like, you know, so-and-so attacks and misses. <laughs> so-and-so attacks and misses. Like instead you have to tack tactfully be missed yourself i suppose in like moving dodge. your curse around to dodge yes you know so not to take damage um which i think is really cool i really like the whole bullet hell mechanic in this game and how each monster has a very unique way of attacking you um and each monster has a kind of almost a puzzle in a way to get you to you know spare it unless you go the genocide route which is just <clears throat> straight up murder it but well actually can, that's a good way to start, start it saying, like, yeah. yeah let's start oh. out by saying what playthrough like what kind of playthrough how did you guys approach this game um when you loaded it up did you go true pacifist neutral genocide okay Moving on. <laughs> so, wait, wait, I was, wait, I was wait, just trying wait, to open wait, space we were for James. Waiting for somebody else to start. Yeah, James, why don't you start, man? For sure. Yeah. So when I first started this game a few years ago, um, I <clears throat> killed a few monsters and then realized what was going on and freaked out and closed the game, never to touch it again until this week. <laughs> Um, Let's imagine James killing a couple monsters, being like, "What have I done? Oh my god, I'm a monster!" I mean, yeah, like I, I killed, I killed um, the goat mother. I don't know what her name is. Um, oh, Toriel. 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 Like that's right. Toriel. Yeah. Uh, I killed goat mother, and then I felt really bad about it and kept going a little bit. 
Um, and you texted your mom and said, I'm sorry. She was like, what? Yeah, right. Exactly. And, She's um, like, how'd you get this number? <laughs> and then you're like, can I flirt with mom? <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, I just, uh, I, this time I was like, you know, I'm going to do the pacifist run. Um, so that's what I did. Hell yeah. I didn't kill anybody. Well, like passive fist, am I right? Right? Hey. If you, so we also did, I mean, it was pacifist with an asterisk. We didn't realize early on that. <laughs> we had a passive fist. <laughs> we thought pacifist meant you could kill them, quote unquote, or make them leave without killing them via the act menu as opposed to the fight menu. And we didn't realize that you could just spam spare, even if they didn't have like the yellow text on their name, which would indicate that they're sparable and they'll will leave so we didn't so we killed some people <laughs> specifically it was, uh, toriel yeah it was a case yeah. of <laughs> you killed toriel well yeah, it was a case yeah. of we when you first fight the monsters like clearly there's like the act you know it starts off easier where it's like okay you have like fight act items and like mercy and so we hit act because she was like well you know maybe instead of fighting you should try talking to, to things we're like okay so we talked, you know, you did like one act against the monster and it's like, oh, you can like spare them now. Sure. I was like, okay, simple. Then when you have your first, you know, quote unquote boss fight against Toriel. With Toriel? Yeah, when she yeah. doesn't want you to leave and has to, you have to prove that you're strong enough. And we tried like spare a couple of times and like the, the like text was kind of like staying the same. And we're like, oh, well, I guess we have to like fight her. <laughs> so then we killed her and we're like, is she dead? Yeah. What did we do? Well, because she doesn't seem dead. She just seems like she's in the process of dying. Yeah. We're like, well, we'll just what, move on. And what then, I remember is that like you attack her a few times and nothing really happens. And then you hit her just like one more time and it just does the rest of her health. Pretty much. We're just like, right. and you're just okay. like, oh, what the fuck? They were like, oh. well, maybe we're just, yeah. you know, it seems like that was like scripted. Yeah. Maybe that had to happen. So yeah. we move forward. Playing through more, and I think like before we fought like the second you know boss fight, yeah. I think Zoe joined us and was like, "Oh yeah, no, you can just like spam spare until like finally you spare them." And we we're like, "Oh, oh, because oh. we spared Wait, all the." Can minor you do that creatures. on every monster? I don't uh, know. No, so you can't you can't spam spare um, on the ev- like monster encounters that yeah, happen right. those are all you have acting to puzzles out. yeah, yeah so it's the bosses, think you can do it on the bosses right and then you can yeah. flee and in, in in certain cases from boss monsters as well and that's the way out so yeah yeah mm-hmm. but we're just yeah so unfortunately yeah. we had spared literally everything except for tori i'm like oops <laughs> yeah yeah so like it's interesting because like i i made the same mistake as james my first playthrough when i booted this game back in 2015 um and there is like a little froggit that says like in its own kind of cryptic way like sometimes you'll need to spare it even if the letters aren't yellow or something but it's like a very it's a passing sentence that i never really like considered like to me that sentence never Mm. made sense when froggit said that in the tutorial so i was like yeah, whatever. So yeah, I think I approached it the same way that you and McCoy did, Gabe, where I thought that I needed to at least like whittle her down to like low health and then maybe she'd do something like oh, be gotcha. like, oh, you, you are stronger. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like like Pokemon. And uh, no, so I, I murdered her. I felt really bad. So I rebooted my game uh, 
did the whole sparing thing until, and that's when I realized. But then uh, you complete that and Flowey meets you after you face Toriel. And Flowey called me out on that shit. (laughs) Flowey told me, he was like, I know what you did. You killed her. And then you went back to your save file. Like, you little cheater. And I was like, fuck (laughs) (laughs) it's because like like we have to be all honest right like the the pacifist playthrough which i think we all attempted whether or not gabe and i succeeded it's like i think we didn't (laughs) no we did not um but like we did that because people had heard this is kind of like a doki doki-esque game people had heard there's a twist i don't know if it's a twist per se but there's an alternate path so we're all trying and i just don't think that pacifist route is something you would naturally like perfect like you wouldn't know oh yeah perfectly no. the first time most cases no, this I game think. definitely you know what seems I mean? like it sets the stage to your first like run through ever is you know to fight things maybe you don't yeah. have to kill everything but you definitely yeah and are, then you kind of realize yeah, yeah. You're like oh there's more to this game than i thought but we all kind of had an inkling there was more to this game than i thought and it was so funny because it was like it was super fucking frustrating for Gabe to watch me play because I knew there was something more to this game than we previously thought. So I'm like trying to get out of everything by doing cutesy shit where she's like, just go upstairs and we don't have to fight. And I'm like, so I go upstairs. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, <laughs> then I go to the room and I just sleep in the bed and then I sleep in the bed for 10 nights straight. And I'm like, how do we just does the game just end now if I just agree to her like you know demands because I'm like there's something more to this game oh I God. think is that the pacifist route I don't know but I feel like I've heard that there's a pacifist route so I'm trying to like get it across um yeah so there is that I, the other thing I want to talk about in terms of like the 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 change on you know you can fight them uh and then you can go you can act or you can spare or you can do other like dialogue options to get out of these combat is it's and like the bullet hell aspect of that too is that this game has basically like nothing is sacred or everything is sacred in terms of it's down to put jokes and character writing and just ridiculousness into every aspect so if you're trying to spare everyone and you're talking to them all the dialogue there is really hilarious and like all the bullet hell pieces that you're doing are like related to the character and they're not just like they get their own unique minigame it's like they get their own unique minigame that's like directly related to the piece of ridiculousness that they are like if it's a sad character you're dodging them crying tears and if it's like a dog it'll like jump at you and you know it's just just stuff like that so they, they take every little corner of this game that they can possibly twist and shove their hilarious writing into they'll they'll do that so that, that that part is really cool too. So you get to see like the, the, you things you expect to be standard like are not standard. They they will just insert their writing into that too. So that's that's a pretty cool way. Um, it does like to like play like it likes to poke fun at certain RPG tropes uh, and just kind yeah. of you know it, 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 I I do like that aspect of just laughing at NPCs that are stuck in place. And just never move throughout the entirety of the game. And you talk to them and they're just like, I've been standing here for 10 years. Like, yeah, <laughs> they have funny little bits of dialogue like that. Um, I And I the think fact that of, all of the shops are like, I don't want to buy your shit. What the hell? Right? <laughs> yeah. You go into a shop hoping to sell stuff for cash. And they're just like, yeah, I don't want this shit. What are you talking about? Right. Or like that flower. I love the fucking dialogue was like when you first get introduced to the flower who just repeats back what it's heard. 
and it's like it's obviously oh, used yeah. for like story but if you talk to the guy next to it first he's like this is a flower and it'll just repeat back what it said forever and ever and ever and then you talk to the flower and it just goes this is a flower and it's gonna repeat back for whatever and ever and ever and you're just like hilarious so if you later come back and you talk to just the flower first you get to hear his like inner monologue where he's like my purpose is basically just to like tell people about this flower like i hope i'm doing a good job like i really think i am like <laughs> oh really yeah <laughs> There's a great little yeah, I think like bit of humor in there where uh, later on the like the fire level hotland, uh, when Sans is there with his like his you know hot dog shack thing, one of the NPCs mm-hmm. like, "There's still snow on that guy's roof," and he's like, "He must yeah. just be lazy." <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, it's this game is charming as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, really there's is. so many mm-hmm. little little tidbits of it. Now it has like. It has its punny humor, which, like, as somebody who doesn't like puns all that much, you know, it's, like, groan-worthy puns half of the time, and you're like, ugh, this game's full of dad jokes, what? But then there's also some more, like, subtler pieces of humor that, like, if you're not paying attention to the dialogue and just kind of scrolling through, you kind of miss it. Like, I think one of my favorites is, like, with Metaton, and it's, like, the news reporting segment. And at first, Benetton's like, our 10 lovely viewers will love this show. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, yeah. some action goes on. He's like, you know, don't, you know, don't disappoint our nine viewers. Yeah, and like then a little bit more down. goes on. He's just like, our eight viewers are dying to know what's about to happen. So, like, the numbers just slowly <laughs> declining. Yes. I love it. Yeah. This but, game does, like, equal parts, like, subtle, like, or more creative, like, thought-worthy, funny dialogue. Yeah, and then other equal bars are just like hitting you over the head with this shit. <laughs> yeah, well, like that's why, like what yeah. Zoe touched on, and like the punniness, right? Yeah. Like, like that. That to me is like, yeah, when Sans like breaks the fourth wall, and he's just like, winking at you and yeah. shit because like, he's saying okay. dumbass shit. Yeah, it's like it's 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 tough. Like Sans is great. Yeah, like I I was trying to describe this game to someone, and I was just basically saying like, I get the sense that the writing is incredible because the jokes that land on me are hilarious. But I definitely will admit, at least for me personally, like half the jokes in this game just make me want to throw my monitor out the fucking, <laughs> like, I just, I can't, yeah. I just fucking can't. And it's like, cause they're like, it's, I was trying to explain. I was like, if you're the person who thinks the word punny should exist and is a valid word to use in conversation, then you might like this game. If you, like the words doggo, if you say things like, oh yeah, I, I like to boop the snoot of my dog you know like if you're that internet type person (laughs) then this game like is right up your fucking alley and i'm guessing all i don't know i'm guessing you'll fucking love a hundred percent of the writing in this game unfortunately i'm i'm not that person so for me it was like there's amazing writing in this game and then there's just amazingly grown worthy awful i hate this why no this isn't for me oh yeah oh god no and there was like we were we were trudging along through it um through i forget the name of the the winter area or no the the part where you're like through the caves sure and you come across like well so we're like waterfall we're we're like yeah we're like you know trudging through it we're you know making progress we've we're definitely a little winded but we're still going and then we get like to the um the 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 village of like the temmies Temi oh. Village. Yeah. Oh my and god. And I was just I like, McCoy, so turn much. it off. I can't. I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, fucking it's just, done. Just not dude. strong enough. It's just like, oh my god. Like, I feel like there is a perfect person out there for this game. 
that truly has like this beautiful, wonderful experience that we could just never have that just loves Temmies and then like wants more Temmies and then sees the village of Temmies. They're called Tumblr McCoy. Are they called Tumblr? Like, I just, I don't know. Once I took the porn off that, I was like, I'm out. Exactly. But, yeah. I mean, come on. But <laughs> so funny thing about the, te- the Temmies, Temmy, the, the Temmy character is uh, based off of an artist that helped Toby with some of the character sprites, Temmy Chang. Um, so she created the character and then made the character, a, you know, personification of herself. Um, I I love fighting the Temmie only because it's like you flex at her and she's like, muscles aren't cute. And then fucking Aaron, the horse mermaid, comes in being like, I have to disagree. I think Aaron is <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the game. Aaron's hilarious. Yeah. I love the way he just flexes himself out of the fight and you're like, okay. Okay, respect. Yeah, well, my that, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you, you, yeah, like that's a great example. There's so much stuff like that though, but like where like you flex at him, then he flexes twice as hard, then you flex at him, he flexes three times as hard, and then he just flexes out of the fight, and you're just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, and, yeah, and and even as someone who is like, God, I can't stand some of the aspects of this game. There is definitely stuff that's just truly brilliant, and you're like, fuck, this is really good. So that's why my like I, I was saying before. That's why I think like. Man, if you're the perfect person for this game, you're in for like a motherfucking treat that that I just I can't think there's anything that would be a better treat for you than this. Like, yeah, I, for I sure. can, yeah, I can definitely see why this game has like a huge cult following. Right. I'm not even sure you can lands. call it a cult following because it's so hugely popular. Yeah. But Dude. it is definitely like the type of people you would expect to. Yeah. I love yeah. this game. Love this game. Dude, I, I was listening to a podcast today and I got a Sans reference and I was like, oh, shit. Like. Like, and I was kind of proud. I was like, wow, my gaming knowledge is slowly growing. Because they were referring to, like, the cult following that wants Sans to be a part of Smash. Uh, and I was like, oh. He is part of Smash. Sans is part of Smash? Yeah, he's a uh, a me costume. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so not yeah. like a yeah, costume. Yeah, they added, like, a... <laughs> okay. I forgot about that, yeah. You're right. Uh, that's, that's as much a part of Smash as he's ever going to get and ever should get because he doesn't have any fucking attacks. Yeah. He's not an attacker. It could be Papyrus, though. <laughs> he literally, he doesn't even do anything. He just, like, looks at you and winks. Yeah, he's just like, troll as fuck. <laughs> you just need to wait for the genocide route and then Sans shows his t- true nature. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Dude. That's yeah, I think Sans is the... F- uh, actually, okay, well, I, I was going to say spoiler alert, but to be <clears throat> honest, I feel like the genocide route, knock yourself out if you want to do the genocide route. I just can't bring myself to kill, kill all of the cute character sprites, especially Papyrus, because Papyrus is near and dear to my heart and I cannot bear to just like <laughs> slay him. Did um, you go on a date with Papyrus? Hell is yeah. That a hell yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Is that a required part of the story or no? Of the true pacifist route, yes, it is. Oh, okay, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just like it's a good date. Like I'm sitting there, like fucking <laughs> barely holding years. on to how ridiculous this fucking game is, and then you get into his room where there's a he has a fucking red race car bed, and you're just like, mother of oh god. My god, it's so great. That is the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Like that, that was so fucking brilliant. Holy shit! And, like, the game is <laughs> so shit. suggestive too. Like you look at his bed and he goes like that's my race car bed and he's like so if you're done looking around the room we can do what other people do when they date and you're just like i'm a child yeah but then you're also like go to the bed he's like why are you going to the bed yeah he's like what's wrong with you man yeah 
And then yeah. he's like, hey, man, just check on my body to see where my surprise is. And I was like, it's his dick. It's his dick. Yeah, we spammed it's his them. bone. Yeah, we it's spammed not. it so many times. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> God. And then he just has spaghetti made for you. It's just like the fuck. Dude, even the end of that is fucking brilliant where he's like, it turns out. And it's like she basically shouts everything. It turns out that I was not as infatuated with you as you were with me. And I thought that we would grow feelings together on this date. However, they have not. So I will help you. Fear not. Find the second best in the land to date. <laughs> You're just like, damn, dude. So, dude, he's such a good guy. Such a good guy, bro. Why can't I find a man like that? Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you gotta find... Well, first of all, yeah, he's a good guy, but it's like also Sans being a good brother to him, right? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like he kind of like... Yeah. That's like the yeah. hookup path, so you gotta find the brother, but... Fuck, man. Fuck, man. Just like... Just the whole premise of like them being like, I can't wait to find a human. I need to make all these puzzles and stuff because like that's how I'm going to get them is is great. And just like fuck, just right. going through this game, you're just like, what the what the fuck? And then the puzzle is like a word search in the middle of a <laughs> Yeah, field. I love that. It's like, so do we <laughs> solve like, this? What? And you just put it down and walk around it. And he's like, oh, no, the trap failed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. I was actually down to word search right then. I wish you could have worked there. <laughs> you were. You were like really paused on that screen for a good like two minutes being like, so how I do we select the letters? <laughs> At a boy, yeah. James. Yeah, James the puzzle solver back <laughs> again. Yeah, man. I just wanted to. I, I actually, I like word searches. Like I, I was like, I was down to I, actually a lot of the mini puzzles in this game, like also the one you find later where you have to like move the tiles on like the board in order to like get a certain lineup like that. That was fun too. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I actually just like playing this there's a really great bit with uh with sans and papyrus where he uh <clears throat> you're on the phone with papyrus and he's like talking about his brother who's like they're running the hot dog stand he's like oh my brother's getting out of his job by working his second job he's like slacking off by working he truly is a master that's <laughs> <laughs> like wow god. that's brilliant my god dude and there's like th like this game just inserts troll shit in the ways you don't expect in like every possible facet like at one point we were trying to pick something up and we didn't have room in our inventory even though i'm pretty sure we had a slot and then all of a sudden you look in there and there's just like a dog chilling in your inventory and you're like the fuck <laughs> the fuck is this like why are you here get out of here what yeah the we're fuck? trying to pick up the artifact and we're like mccoy just, just drop the dog dude just get the dog out of here it's like okay for sure drop the dog and just takes the artifact and disappears off the screen and it's like oh yeah 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 <laughs> son of a bitch but like that's such a great like meta use of like the game like this is like this is a game more than anything that i look at it and i'm like is it a game because like yes it is a game obviously but it's like it just takes so many aspects of what a traditional game in this style is and just like makes fun of all of them and and just breaks all of these rules and it's so lovely because you're just like the combat kind of matters but it doesn't but it does and it's weird and like maybe it does maybe it does. like you i feel that way about the entire game i'm like is this real like does any of this matter does none of this matter i don't know but hilarious shit's just happening all the time so I sure think, i don't think i've ever encountered a game that i both like really enjoyed playing through but also like despised it yeah too <laughs> despised I, yeah, it in I what way like, uh well just i really enjoyed the start of the game yeah mm. i mean there's like so many like i think this whole game was like so creative and it was so wild and out there but like 
it got to the point where like you know you're like going through and you have like all the all the you have all the monster encounters and they all have you know creative ways of solving it um you know with like dealing with each monster you have to do like certain things but it got to the point where like you'd fight these and i was just sitting there trying to spam through like okay i gotta do this for this guy this guy is okay okay can i mercy them yet no okay okay now i can all right done walk like 10 feet another encounter i'm just like son of a bitch yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah right yeah and you're like is this a commentary yeah, it or to be a little much sorry go ahead. yeah <laughs> and then like a new monster appears and you're just like oh fuck what i have to do for this guy <laughs> but i guess that's our well, especially mistake when too, you're like for... low health yeah and it's like safe it's save point style so it's not like it automatically saves so you're like making your way to the next save point and then you just see that and you're like no yeah and it's also the case of like, get out of here yeah and i can't even be yeah. that mad because i mean if you just if you're going to like genocide run you don't have to deal with any of that you can just fight yeah but it is us yeah. trying to like discover this alternative path to this alternative game sure because we want that like more in-depth experience but then it's like okay when we have to have these extra steps we have to do mm-hmm that's just like, God damn it, yeah. I brought this on myself. <laughs> but it is cool that that's like a whole hidden game right in there. Like we we played that first and we didn't really play the combat, but like it's like the the passive route is like, it's a game. It's not just like, a, oh, it's this cheeky thing that you can just leave every fight and now you win. And it's not like, a, I mean, obviously there are conditions that must be true in order to like get the what ending or whatever, but it's not just like you just read a fact that says run away from everything. And now it's like, you basically just stripped the game down to nothing and now you did the pacifist roots like good for you it's like its own fucking yeah. game with its own twists and turns of how to learn the characters and how to fight them and that part's pretty cool yeah no this game is really i love creative. the uniqueness of the boss battles yeah of, like you know taking that bullet uh that bullet hell mechanic but like having your little heart cursor be able to do different things you know with uh papyrus's boss battle you have to you're like weighted down you have to jump and uh when you fight muffet the spider you're like on these like musical lines that you have to jump up and down you're playing reverse uh, guitar hero you know, jump between to them. avoid spiders right, yeah on yep. the web <laughs> exactly and like i don't know it was like just really cool like the different creative ways in which you could fight each boss to still make the mechanics seem fresh yeah um, yeah. Also, like in in certain cases too, depending on the boss fight, where like you know you're in the you have the little like bullet hell window where you have your heart and you're dodging the attacks, and in certain cases, yeah, that that whole the little box you're essentially playing in warps and like moves around, so it's an added level of like this like you know bullet hell mechanic like with the spider fight, where she summons like those two, you know, spiders to like try to eat your heart thing, and like the whole box right. warps and like it like goes to the side first to show the one on the side and then like it gets really tall and then it's like trying to move up at you yeah so it's a lot of like really cool mm-hmm. things like that where it's like this is out of left field but like totally fits with this and it's really cool to see yeah um but then like you know that for me at least then mix that with or you're just essentially having to sit there and spam spare yeah so you have to keep dealing with all <laughs> of these attacks you have to dodge while she's just like spouting some nonsense and then the spiders start dancing to the music and she pours you a cup of spiders and you're just like, please, please <laughs> just walk away. Yeah, right. Yeah. I actually. Yeah, that is an interesting component because Toby Fox wanted to integrate narrative within the turnstile combat. So what happens is that these enemies just start monologuing uh, as you are spamming that spare button. 
Uh, and yeah, like after a while, you're like just reading their speech and you're like, how many more turns do I have? Can I eat a donut? Am I going to die soon? Because if I only have one turn left, I'll be fine. But my God, if this keeps going on, like she's talking about spider baseball fields now. Like, Muffet, where are you going? With <laughs> yeah, you're just like, please. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. Well, that's that, one of my theories for this game was just that, like, I wasn't sure. Because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when it's like, you're not sure if it's real or not. But at the end of the day, it is real because you have to actually beat these people. You know, it's like the inventory items feel kind of fake because they like come in and out and are weird and troll. But at the end of the day, they heal you and you kind of need them. And so, like, I was wondering if this game would actually just be more enjoyable to watch than to play. Like, I, I was thinking about that because I was just kind of like, the gameplay is interesting, but really, like, spamming spare and dodging shit is way less interesting than watching all of this unfold and just like reading the the stuff and just and so it, it, it like it almost unwinds itself from me in game for me at least to the point where i feel like maybe watching it is actually the the primo experience where you don't have to like deal with any of the stresses of actually playing it or succeeding but you get to like enjoy all of the writing and all of the character and all the little details they put in there yeah i yeah i think it just <clears throat> depends on the per it depends on the person i i know like when the game first came out and a bunch of let's players were wanting to play it toby fox was very adamant about these let's players putting a disclaimer being like please go play this game and like you know play it first and then come back and watch it because it's the actual experience of playing it that he also wanted uh players to have um so I definitely think there's a value in at least playing through it once. And then if you maybe want to not bother with doing a true pacifist run because you just don't want to go through all the things just because you accidentally killed Goat Mom, like, then I would probably watch a playthrough. Because watching a playthrough is also glorious in that, you know, people people have created voices for all of the all of the characters in this game and uh you know it's it is a cool little feel good story like just to watch second hand as well mm-hmm. yeah mm. i almost i well i considered like what if this game was almost more of like a walking simulator style where your character is just walking through you know you can solve the puzzles you can walk through and talk to people and then maybe like you have the boss fights Mm-hmm. But like, get rid of the the random encounters mm-hmm. and have it be more, or have the random encounters, but don't have the bullet hell part. Yeah, as much. Yeah, even maybe like that, or like maybe <sighs> let you have that at first. Because I do, I actually like really like that they use the bullet hell mechanic to just fuck with you. Like I, that part was so ingenious to me. I don't want to cut it. Maybe it would yeah. be like if you once you solve a creature, you can kind of like get it out of the way earlier. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Something like that. I, I guess what I'm just trying to say is, like, I I think one of the points of this game that might have been a, uh, a commentary by Toby Fox is, like, look at how annoying these fights are. But then I'm like, but I'm still playing them, dog. That's not a commentary. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're like, right? <laughs> it's like, you're right. This is annoying as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, in the, in the case of, like, Pokemon, you know, it's like you have to go into, like, the tall grass to fight the Pokemon. Right. Where in this game, it's like right. they could pop out of literally anywhere, and you're just like, please don't. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that games <laughs> since then, there's been like an evolution in this genre that I think is really fascinating. Whereas now, uh, you can see these creatures in the wild, uh, like in a lot of these games, where you can, like, in, instead of random encounters in tall grass, so it used to be, yeah, Pokemon, right, 
it's just in tall grass and you know that you have to go through some tall grass to get in certain places, but you can avoid it if you're low on health or whatever else. Uh, that's step one. But then step two became you could physically see the creatures. And so you'd be like, oh, that's one I've never fought before. I'm going to go fight that thing. Or I fought this guy a million times. I'm, I'm dodging this motherfucker. So it, it's, it's interesting that like that genre has had evolution. Like it just feels like such an archaic old school yeah. genre. But yeah, like people have been trying to figure out how to do random encounters in Japanese RPGs, JRPGs. And and it's it's I don't know it's it's just something to think and about. Make them less shit. Yeah, yeah. precisely. Because random encounters can be frustrating <laughs> at yeah. times, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably agree with the sentiment of like once you solve a character, seeing that character less. Because yeah, like I think I ran into Aaron way too many times <laughs> yeah, wow, on my playthrough, and I was like, I'm so oh tired God. of flipping. <laughs> well, yeah, that was like, <laughs> can we just stop? Yeah, like, I don't know if that 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 Shiren. That was like a very unique uh, and yeah. creative character, but I don't know if she was like a set, a set piece or if you could encounter more of her because, yeah, we encountered her once, but encountered like 10 Aaron's. Yeah. And while I love Aaron, it was like, <laughs> yeah. OK, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Did any of us ever hit the flea button from those encounters? No, but we probably I did. Could've. Like when I was like really yeah. low on health and just wanting to get to a save point, I would flee because I'm just like, fuck I, this. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. No, we wanted I the money, but I didn't. Well, because that's true. Like, if we could yeah. just flee, then that would kind of be uh, having our our cake and eating it too. Could they? Did they lock you in? And we could. We you, can, you flee. can flee from everything except for the boss battles, I believe. Mm-hmm. Unless you're supposed to. Um, with yeah, with the, the exception of undying. <laughs> yeah, where you're supposed undying to yeah. battle, you have yeah. to flee. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a quitter. Yeah, I don't th- this away. game. That's another aspect. Like this. There's different ways to solve these, and it really relies heavily on you noticing character dialogue. And I remember, like, the first time I played through this game, I didn't realize how much I liked to scan through opposing people's dialogue until it just dawned on me that it's important to actually, like, read what the encounter is telling you to do and, like, being like, oh, he says that he's warm. I'm going to turn the heat up <laughs> like that's what he wants yeah. me to do. The Undyne battle, I think the first time I encountered her, I never fleed. I thought I had to just literally outlast her. So I would just like s- spam the spare button and, you know, you eventually die because the arrows get too overwhelming. I <laughs> thought she wanted me to like stand up to her so i spammed the challenge button mm-hmm. and then it just got insanely hard and i died <laughs> yeah i yeah, love the game's like you shouldn't have done that and you're like um yeah but she's like i like it yeah exactly <laughs> but eventually like the key is just when the dialogue repeats that's when you need to like find another that's like the, that's like the key signal the game gives you yeah but it's interesting yeah, i had a lot of uh, pokemon muscle memory where the dialogue boxes are infinitely useless yeah and they're just in your way and they just take time and so you're like attack and it's like and it's like like yep. you hit like super effective yep, yep, this yep. that the other they used a potion this that the other they switched to another person you're like watching animations to go back like, come on come on come on and then you're like and hyperbeam and hyperbeam and hyperbeam like fuck <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so i think you can only use hyperbeam like five times but anyways the point is yeah it's like this game it has so much value in that text but holy fuck my muscle memory was like get me through this shit just- I noticed like a couple times, so, I don't know how this happened, but we would be doing the acting and then it would somehow switch to fight. So you know, I'd be like spamming the button to, you know, do whatever to get the guy to go away. And then I would suddenly attack it and I was like, 
what just happened? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, I uh, kind of pushed this game a little bit too late uh, and was playing it this afternoon into basically until we had to record the podcast, uh, which meant that I met the doctor mm. and immediately started hating her because <laughs> all of the dialogue just took forever. Oh, yes. Because you were brushed, and, yeah. And I was also, like, kind of hungry <laughs> and, like, grumpy. And, True gamer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and so... Oh my god, yes. was that character the most frustrating? And like the way she's and texting then, you and tweeting at you and all that shit. Oh my you god. It's like every five steps, it's like another tweet, and you're just like, uh stop. Well, that's a classic example of stop. like you are making me Don't show me this right, shit. Right. Like you're making me feel the way you want, which is annoyed. You're succeeding. However, right. I am feeling annoyed. Let's yeah. just clarify. <laughs> yeah, it's like, could you, could you at it's least like, like, good job. You pissed me yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. like, could you at least like made it so I don't have to stop when she like tweets at me? It's like. But then that's the I whole can, joke. And they make, I know they, they, they play on that when you're pressing with the buttons, right? She's like, I'll help See, you with that, the timing. That part was brilliant. Right. But then the rest of it's just like, is this really necessary? Yeah. But yeah. When you're just like, all right, this, yeah. this puzzle's all about timing. I'll help you out with the timing. You're cool. So you get on like the, the conveyor belt. You press the, the two buttons and you're about to press the third and the final one. Yeah. And the dialogue box comes up. She's like, press it now. And you miss it. And she's like, uh, I'll just hack that for you. Yeah. Like, that's a great, like, I feel like there was a yeah. design choice there where they could have been like, all right, how much middle finger to the player we do here? Do yeah. we decide to make them do the puzzle again <laughs> or do we just let them through? And then they're like, mm, full middle finger. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. I didn't actually finish the king battle because of that. Yeah, it's long. It's a long game. Um, yeah, it's um, a very hefty game. It was a little lofty to play in one week. I will give it that. But um, Especially once you realize there's a value yeah. in a lot of the bookcases. And if you want to take your time to read a bunch of shit, there's a lot of good writing there. So then that slows down any time to be that someone else was doing because they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, and even this, right, even the exactly. case of like the date with papyrus, like you could just leave, but like fuck that, yeah. But you're like, all right, I want to, I want to see. I want to date a skeleton, <laughs> dude. Who of us has not wanted? To date I'm a trying skeleton? to get bowed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you thought that was funny, then this game's for you. <laughs> basically, James, this game might be for you. <laughs> yeah, this game might be for you. <laughs> I the puns were stupid but a stupid pun there's only one kind of pun and that's a stupid pun yeah yeah <laughs> yeah as long as you accept that then it's okay and uh i do appreciate a stupid pun so yep um no, yeah so it's like interesting i think i have only like one complaint about this game and i think it's like been one of the more polarized like it's definitely been like a viewpoint that a lot of people share sentiments with. And so I want to pick your guys's brains about it. But I think there was just one part about this game that really bothered me. And that was just, you know, what was reflected in the story versus graphics. And what I mean by that is not necessarily the character sprites, because the character sprites are adorable. Uh, and, you know, you, you act with them and they just look really cute. Uh, and their simple design just makes them look all the more endearing. But I'm just talking about, like, your main character's sprite is the most 
soulless looking expression <laughs> I think <laughs> I've seen from a character that you play. And just with some of the more heartfelt moments with like Toriel, given you don't kill her, I suppose. But like, you know, Is she all the, these... she's the queen, right? Yeah, she's the queen. Mm. Well, she shouldn't have yeah. stood in her um, way. She shouldn't have crossed. <laughs> 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 but like, you know, she's like saying all this nice stuff to you and you're just kind of like staring at her with this like vacant expression. Well, honestly, just I, like... I kind of love that because <laughs> yeah, I made me a comment uh, when McCoy and I were playing about this game where it's like, all this insane shit's going on around you and you're just standing there with the most like blank yeah. stare on your face, just like, no. I guess this is my life now. Like that that's actually like so if it's like there's a bunch of different angles of like hilarity that this game goes towards. It goes towards like fucking early internet slash doggo, and it goes towards just like, I don't know, just really clever game related like knowledge jokes. But this is like what I would consider to be maybe like troll, where shit's just like doesn't make sense or it's just stupid in a way that's like that it acknowledges and i i think this is one of, example of that another really great example of that is when you need to cross this like you you can go a bunch of different ways from like a cross like you're you're basically at your bonfire and you can go a bunch of different ways and then one of the ways is blocked and eventually you'll get a shortcut that'll cross it and it's like three tiles of water and you're like fuck i can't cross that and so then eventually if you get to the other side you get a shortcut and it's just this bird that picks you up and oh, then yeah. it takes like 45 <laughs> seconds for it to get across this like oh three foot God, right? like gap. So that's that's <laughs> troll. That's the same shit where you're like, this is just. And then you realize that it's literally just taking you back to where it was, where you were before. <laughs> and then you have to ride it and back. And you're like, oh, fuck. And you have to go back. <laughs> but that is exactly to me the same tone as a, an emotionless, crazy, like just blank face character just it, like in these heartfelt scenes like that to me is the same shit where it's like damn this is dumb as hell yeah. but it's this is dumb as hell in the way that i appreciate yeah i was like there's like so, a rule of comedy where it's you have a character and you either have like a a normal character in a crazy world or a crazy character in a normal world and it's definitely the first one where it's this normal ass kid who's just like kind of just like i just want to get out of here <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else going around him is just like, oh man, whoa, isn't this crazy? And he's just like, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Let's go on yeah. a date. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> okay. <no. laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. No surprise. But... I'm nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite is like Papyrus when he's just like, you know, you like my my standards are high and you have two dialogue <laughs> options which are like yeah. i can make spaghetti and i have zero redeeming qualities <laughs> <laughs> yep yep yeah dude same and you're like i can make spaghetti and he's like you met my standards <laughs> yep. yep or like just if i just talk about just troll that shit like when you talk to the ghost and you eat from the ghost's fridge and it's like after i eat a meal i like to just lie down on the floor and feel terrible or something like just like what was it? i don't know like yeah it's like i like to I feel, feel like, garbage. like garbage it's a family tradition and then you just you and the ghost just lie on the floor of this like old house and just feel like garbage together and you're just like well that's hilarious and then like you contemplate the universe for a while yeah <laughs> did you lie on the floor for long enough for the universe to come up no yeah, places to be. <laughs> yep. No, I was too busy doing that snail race. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, I did blow like forty gold on the snail race. Dude, allegedly, if you win the snail race, according to the internet, you get nine gold back. Yeah. 
<laughs> unless you unless you uh nearly tie, in which case the person feels bad. How the fuck? Mm-hmm. How do you win? How do you like win this? I snail think you have race? to preload your the, snail the with key, encouragement before the race starts. No, like, the, the key is like anytime um, you don't see, you basically just have to like time it of okay. the, like the boost of encouragement. But it slows the snail down. Well, hmm. it's like you do it. That she stops. Then she goes a little bit faster, and you kind of have to. You just have to like pace it. Wait, really? Yeah, I thought they slowed down. Did your snail ever set on fire? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the very first time McCoy yeah. just spammed encouragement because like that because this this yeah. this game is definitely referencing a bunch of old mini games that used to exist back in the day, like things like yep. So you assume that spam it to go faster, yeah. yes. and then it doesn't move, and then it turns upside down. <laughs> And then it gets into its shell, and then it lights itself on <laughs> yeah, fire. Yeah, and it's like, oh. <laughs> but like, <laughs> and then like Nabs to Bluke is like, oh, you encouraged her way too much. She felt too much pressure, so she succumbed. Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, oh no. It's yeah, I'm the exactly. monster. Yeah, yeah, that stuff is fucking awesome. And just like playing on like, that's like guess games literacy, right? Like back in the fucking day, we're talking like GameCube era. This game is all about screwing with you based on games yeah and that part i really appreciate like somebody who doesn't play games would not enjoy this unless they boop the snoots of doggos in which case they might just be able to cut past all that and still enjoy the fucking writing i mean you can stop after an hour and be like ecstatic about this game yeah dude i could feel i could just feel the existence of all the fangirls who love sounds and papyrus yeah you could feel their yeah just going through the dialogue i was just like oh my i can just like yeah. I know they're just out there like screaming like, oh, my God, he's me. He's the perfect man. <laughs> my cousin cosplayed his sons at a convention and still hasn't played this game. What? So. Dude, that's sacrilege, isn't it? Yeah. No, he's playing know. to other people's interests. Ah. Uh. I feel a little. She. Just a yeah. little. All right, she. Smart. Yeah, I mean, it's a good move. I just think like. <laughs> I feel like I don't know with especially with a game like this that 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 person probably truly would really enjoy, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think she wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a pretty low cost cosplay. Those are the yeah. best ones. Yeah, just like pixels. Some black pants and a blue hoodie. Yeah, and some white face paint. <laughs> yeah, white face. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And some blackface. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. For the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really risque. Um so as the the shitter that didn't finish the game, technically, um be a little kinder to yourself, James. Damn, dude. Uh James, you You are the angel, right? James, you don't know it, but you're among company here. <laughs> Um, you are the angel, right? Who? Th- th- yeah, that is that is like what is surmised. You are the angel in the Delta right. Rune, um, and it's like it's kind of an Anakin Skywalker type thing where it's like you'll come to to free these people either from their mortal coils or uh, from imprisonment, or you'll slay all the younglings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That that is essentially like Undertale lore is surprisingly dense, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to get even more dense because Toby Fox is making a game called Delta Rune, 
uh, which he released the first chapter for in 2018. And it's supposed to be unrelated to Undertale, but it's in the same universe. Hmm. So it's unknown. I haven't played Deltarune, so I have... I, I I haven't played the first chapter of Deltarune, but apparently it's going to be a very hefty project that he's not promising a release date anytime soon because he just wants to work on it. Um, but it kind of goes into more of that lore, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... Uh, cool, I guess. In the true pacifist run, um, you complete it there's kind of a bittersweet ending in that the monsters have to stay behind but you reach the surface and you and sans have a telephone call and sans is like yeah everyone's kind of given up hope because like the king is dead and like we don't have all the souls that we need we're just hoping like we can figure something out but like hope you're doing okay up there and then flowey shows up and is just like hey like you should go talk to, like, Papyrus if you hadn't gone on the date with him yet. And if you had done that, then you go to Undyne's house and have a date with Undyne. Um, that's a really funny... Th- your date with Undyne can be really hilarious as well. And then you finally go to Dr. Alphys's place and uh, discover some really dark secrets about Alphys and how she's been, like, doing these experiments that have left her like feeling really shitty about herself you kind of realize where all of her uh confidence has like why she feels uh so seclusive and awful about herself um because she's been doing these experiments to try to get the monsters to the surface and they just have gone horribly wrong in all the wrong ways um and then you just go through just a final battle with asriel the king and queen's dead son and then you break the barrier and monsters and humans live on the surface together. And you get cute little cutscenes showing Papyrus in his convertible car with the wind in his hair. Like he always dreamed. <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, I looked up some of the alternative endings to this game. And I feel like this game takes itself so seriously dis- in from its narrative perspective, despite like essentially taking no parts of it seriously. Like, I don't know how they, they walk that line, but they they really do. Like, the lore is, like, really serious, and then the way they play on it is really ridiculous. Yeah. And it's a cool... I feel cool. like that's kind of, like, you get hammered with it, with the Asriel story, in a certain way. I feel like the telling of that story was just, frankly, bad. Um, where you were, like, you would walk five feet kind of like with the tweets but then it's just like some monsters that you can't make the dialogue go faster Mm -hmm. um and like honestly i don't feel like it's written quite well enough that it actually i don't know maybe it's because i was grumpy and trying to go fast but like i can read a lot faster than the the text was revealed and it didn't feel like it was quite worthy of that treatment. Like it could have just been another optional thing for you to find out and it would have been fine. I could definitely see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I don't know. I think like the, the, the hidden sort of thing here is just that like, 
yeah like james like when you played this game like at years ago and you stopped like yeah i know you say you stopped because you were like just horrified that you had killed all these people and that's a reasonable reason to stop i played this game years ago and stopped because it was not compelling at all to play um (laughs) and i was like this is cool there's cool stuff going on and then that was kind of it for me and I was, I didn't even pretend like I was going to come back to it because I just wasn't interested. And I knew that everyone else who played it more got a lot out of it, but I just was not compelled to play it. Do, do you have any of that vibe, James? Or you're like, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I stopped playing it partly because I didn't want to have to start over. Um, and partly because I, I mean... Like, I just wasn't kind of driven to keep going. Like, you know, I I got what I got out of it, and I was fine with that. And that makes sense. I, I wonder, and that that's sort of like kind of the basis of my theory that maybe a playthrough might be a better experience for this. Because I feel like then it kind of takes some of the drudgery away. The key is, though, like, playthroughs are dangerous. Because if they know what they're doing already, and then they're not getting any twists along the way, then that's going to like ruin your experience for you. But if you're watching someone who's like legitimately playing this for the first time, for instance, when Gabe and I were, 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 were passing off, but I was just watching Gabe play it right here. I mean, that's my own little playthrough and that was fine. I was like, dude, this is awesome. I could sit here and do this for hours. Um, and then I would start to play it and I'd be like, oh, okay. And we had to like switch back and forth a bunch of times because we really had to like manage this. Just, I don't know, not drivenness that I think this game can have on some people. Right. Yeah, I had a like very very mixed levels of like you know, when we get to like the, a town and like we had the interactions with like new characters and then you know had like the interactions with like the main characters. Like I was totally energized like, "Oh, this is awesome." Yeah. Get to further this plot, you know, interact with these cool weird characters. <clears throat> but then for me like all the parts in between like, you know, some of the puzzles like, uh, for one instance, like, one of the earlier on puzzles where you have to, like, press. You're in a room of pillars, and you have to press, like, certain switches. Mm, the colored switches. Yeah, the colored switches. Gotcha. And there's, like, three switches, and you go up to all of them, and they do nothing. And then you go up to, like, another one, and, like, the, four, the floor crumbles beneath you, and you fall through, and you go back up, and, like, the floor crumbles again. You fall through, and you go back up until eventually you walk through the door again, and the game's, like, you notice a uh, switch behind the pillar. And just like, well, why, why is it behind the pillar? It's a two-dimensional game. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the commentary, but still, yeah. at the end of the day, you are playing it. Exactly. And that's because like, it kind of flusters me. And then just like, you know, all the cases of having to deal with, like, the random encounters of monsters, luckily, just like, it, it drained me. So it was a weird mix of, like... Yeah, luckily I had gotten through that part in my previous playthrough years ago and kind of remembered it. Can you just it. skip it if you know? <laughs> you son of a bitch, James. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Huh. yeah, no, it's just, like... It, yeah, so it was cases of, like, I'd be energized and, like, play the game, and then it, would just, it would drain me, and then McCoy would take over, and he would progress us, and then I'd get energized again, then I'd take over, and it was just kind of like this flip-flop. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I know that's why I stopped playing the first time. And it's interesting. I both am very thankful. Well, I'm definitely very thankful that I've played more. Like I think this game has a, a really a lot to offer. And I a lot to offer even me, who I think you know half or so of the writing like really misses me. But the other half is like fucking nailing it so hard that I'm just like, damn. Like I bet the rest of this is nailing it for someone. But 
you know, it, it still is like, okay, I can kind of see this as a commentary, but I don't really want another random encounter or like, oh, okay, I can see. But like at the end of the day, there's a lot of, there's a lot of playing between all of this great writing and they stick great writing basically everywhere. Um, and did the great writing fill you with determination? Oh God, fuck that great writing on the safe spot like what do you it's awesome i love those oh oh i thought that the mouse will someday maybe get the cheese <laughs> it, fills determination. Determination. it fills you with determination yeah, there's so yeah. much of that that's so cool and i was like man i kind of want to get to more of this faster actually going off of that i i noticed watching someone else play that you can call people on the cell phone at like certain points and they'll make comments on like what's around you mm-hmm like the player I watched called Papyrus at one of the uh, one of the mouse scenes, and he was like, "Does the mouse own that table?" <laughs> God, the fucking mouse, man! And then it squeaks every time you interact. Yeah, with it's it. just like these God. look, which little suggests that everybody's just watching that live stream of yeah. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that like weird Truman Show thing where you're finding cameras behind you know bushes and shit, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's some cool intrigue in the beginning there where you're like, "Oh, what's going down?" Um. I definitely kind of feel like the the writing got a little bit lazier in the after around the uh, hot hot whatever. Wind. Oh, I love Metaton though. Metaton's writing mm. is oh, no. so great. Yeah. <laughs> Metaton is great, but I felt like everything else was like not as good as the stuff in the beginning. But Metaton just does a good job of being like. Did you think you knew what the fuck was going on here? You fucking don't. It's a game yeah. show. It's a cooking show. It's a fucking this. <laughs> it's a fucking that. Well, I think it's just like they. It's a different trope because it's like you know, that whole section is based around the character of well, the character is a metaton, and then I can never remember her name, but the the scientist um, starts with an A. Alphys. Alphys. Yeah, yeah. Doctor yeah. Alphys. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I think I think she's well written for what she is. But unfortunately, it's like also the stereotype that I find annoying of like the social media, yeah, you know, savant and like just, yeah, just, you know, tweeting all this stuff and just nonstop. And unfortunately, it's. But not just not. I mean, I, I don't think there's any real savant to it. It's just like it's the person that can't handle actual. <laughs> social interaction yeah. so they just i mean yeah it, put yeah. it off by talking on there's a yeah. lot of that narrative in this game of just people that can't handle social interaction yeah and it's like fair enough but unfortunately they yeah. kind of made it in a way that annoys well maybe not everybody you but yeah me. like us where it's yeah it, sure. you know but i feel like that's part of what you know made <clears throat> tumblr fall in love with this game so yep, much absolutely 100 percent yeah, but unfortunately... Well, and especially is, since Alphys is, like, clearly a yeah. weeb who, like, oh, loves yeah. her anime. Yeah, it's like yeah, dinner yeah. with oh the God. with the girlfriend tonight. It's like the, the cat girl. I was just like, no, McCoy. <laughs> I can't deal with this. McCoy, stop well, Googling that shit I on your phone. The, I love her, like, her ranting about, like, Mew Mew Kissy Cutie 2 is garbage trash. Oh my One God, star. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah and I was like, see, that's hilarious, really but unfortunately mean. it's blocking us from progressing the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i felt Fuck, too. i actually did not realize that's I, was what like, I know this person yeah i was like and it's and frustrating it's... when they do it too <laughs> i know this person it's, it's funny a... when you realize in the true pacifist run that like uh you, if you go through alphys's laboratory like in the in the 
book stacks that says like you know the books are labeled human history but they're clearly like manga and (laughs) comic books and like (laughs) <laughs> in the true pacifist run, Undyne and Alphys like meet up in a dump in in the dump, and uh, you know Alphys is like Undyne, I've lied to you. Like human history is an anime with princesses and fiery swords. Like I lied to you about all the stuff, and like oh, Undyne <laughs> like turns to you and he's she's just like you know Alphys is joking, right? <laughs> anime is real, right? And you have the option to be like anime is anime real is or it's not real. real. <laughs> Right. Shout oh out to Matt. God. Anime is totally real. <laughs> <laughs> that explains so much because it had like her boss fight had those those vibes. Those anime is real yeah. vibes. Just like the way she's introduced when she likes is like back and like turns towards the camera and like zooms oh, in. Oh, she has like the, the, the like yeah, glint like in the her tw- eye, yeah. right? Like the ting. And you're like, dang. Yeah, like the anime style music starts playing. And you're just like, oh fuck, dude, this is some weeb shit. But like that shit to me, <laughs> that shit to me is just fucking, it's like I A plus doesn't even describe it. Like I oh, yeah. I love that shit. Like that's the shit to me that's nailing. That's the 50% that I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like it's it's I don't know how to even break it down percentage-wise. It's not equal parts. I, I have no idea like, how to describe it. For me, it. it's a lot of it is I think they nailed. I'd say like 90% of the game. Mm-hmm. However, some of those things that they absolutely nailed, I do not like. <laughs> oh, yeah. In that case, they might have nailed 100% <laughs> yeah. of the game. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, they nailed the annoying, repetitive, you know, monster encounters. Yeah. I hate that. They nailed the, they the Temmies. The temmies. Yes, I yeah. hate that. <laughs> yes. Oh, true. Oh, my God. You know, there's a new game co- that just came out called Temmies. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I hate that. No. It's like, not okay with me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Not right? chill. <laughs> Next week on no. Tyranny of Thumbs. We'll is it made by playing. one developer? <laughs> Next <laughs> week I quit. Uh, it is not. It's like it's uh it's like a Pokemon MMO yeah. sort of. Okay, thing. so wait, that's a but like I hate the art style. <laughs> Perfect. Let's play it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Next week James and I both quit. <laughs> I do think I <laughs> <laughs> I do think, actually, like, it's hilarious because I know this is our block on single developer games, but I do think that having a moment to recontextualize this game as a single person project. Oh, it's incredible. Stunning. Yeah. Right? It's incredible that the one yeah. person made all and this. The, the music, music is amazing. They made the music too? Or is that awesome. confirmed? Yeah, he he composed yeah. it. He's, he's a self-taught musician. He's everything I could never be in life. <laughs> Dude, that's why that, actually I wrote I wrote that but, in the podcast description for one of our 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 first like uh games block in terms of one person wonders. Like it's us comparing ourselves to people that we could never be. Because <laughs> that's what it really feels like. <laughs> oh my god. No, yeah, he um, composed the music and I I love the music in this game. Oh. It's like there's very like few games where i can like listen to the music and just like head bob and be like as i'm fighting a an enemy i'm just like head bobbing being like oh yeah papyrus like let's go let's yeah. go like oh yeah you should I, we should I, all play crypto adam, the necro dancer adam says oh, okay. <laughs> check out final fantasy 14 music <laughs> yeah i'm sure you, oh, well yeah that was that was like the actually final fantasy 14 music is fucking it is sick. it is yeah. that some anime weep shit though not yeah well oh my god a little it, uh, <laughs> yeah. some of it's some of it's kind of weeby but, i said that um, in a like a wait but i actually like that when it's nailed well that was like the duality for me is like <laughs> all, all the all the the uh monster encounters you know is like a trek for me 
And I was just like, oh, crap, again. But loved the music. Dude, you were tapping on the table constantly. I know, I was, I was like, getting into it. Yeah, I was like, well, I might as well enjoy this. Yeah, true. You're right. The fucking music is killer. Zoe um, linked some lo-fi beats to study too, which was just an hour-long video of all the music in this game. And it was awesome. Great, great beats to study too. Right. Bars. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't listen to any of them, but respect. The, the um, battle music is good and the town's musics are good sometimes because they're all like evoking these like earlier Oh yeah, dude, I was getting like, fucking turnt on the Undyne fight. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck, the music is so good. This one person, I can't, I, dude, one person made that is so, I know, obviously, like. Dude, it's the same with Stardew. I fucking love the music in Stardew. And the, and the person made the music, too. Yeah. God damn, these people. I know, they're talented. And oh. it's, it's a travesty, because I'm not. Dude, it's rough. <laughs> Boy, I wasn't going to say it, but. Um. I was going to say, if, if there's anything you guys should at least try and listen to, since we all went neutral or pacifist, but definitely listen to Megalovania. That's like Sans's boss fight song, Shit. which is a banger. And then also um, Undyne, Undyne's genocide route theme song, uh, fight song is amazing. Like those two, I can just put on like loops one right after the other at the gym and just like instantaneously lift 60 pounds more because I'm like, fuck I can't yeah. wait to injure myself. <laughs> <laughs> I too am going for a life genocide run. <laughs> like my god, dude. Oh. Can I can I just say one thing? Yes. Um the Of course. No. As as a as as a, a shitter. Yeah, as week, a garbo. Um, I, 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 I casual. Chase, I, stop calling yourself that. <laughs> I trust Zoe's taste in music, but I hate the term banger when applied to <laughs> video game music. <laughs> Because I tend to feel like the term banger means not shit mm. in terms of video game mm. music because so much uh -huh. video game music is mm. shit. So like when a song is not shit, people are like banger <laughs> alert and you're like, yeah, the bar is kind of low in video game. Mm, I feel the bar First of all, nothing about this bangs. Uh, and second of all, it's fine. <laughs> Just wait till you hear Megalovania, though. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Listen no. To I, that I, shit I totally believe it's, it's probably not. awesome. Here's a banger. It, yeah. It's probably awesome. Like I, 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 I had to start this by saying I trust Zoe's taste because I do. I trust your taste. But no. But, but it's it's it is true though that I think video games really do have a low bar for a lot of things. One of the things I think is a really classic example is just writing at all. The bar for video game writing is so right. low. Like when you see a good writing, like a good written game, you're like, wow, this felt kind of good. That's odd. Like, you know what I mean? Well, it's, in, it's impressive yeah. that this guy, <laughs> this lone guy wrote, you know, this game and it's so much better than some of like the AAA stuff out oh there. Oh my God. Which hire like actual yeah. professional But writers. there were a couple of times when I was like, this is why we have Yeah, you're editors. like, I, I would pay to win this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, fair enough. But it's also a case of like, dude, this game has better writing but than still, like, like, yeah, like other AAA games where you're just like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, I agree. Who wrote this yeah. garbage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Destiny think pace, pacing could definitely Cough. have an improvement in this game. <laughs> but yeah, the writing in general, though, like he came with a vision and he, he made it a reality. And for that, you know. He's a he is a games. He is genius. a one person wonder. TM. 
Boom. We're going to start. Unfortunately, <laughs> we wanted to be chill about not suing anybody else using that term, but <laughs> we had to because protect we didn't want to use it. Yeah. Um, cool. I think we rate this bad boy and get out of here. Thumbs. <laughs> Gabe, let's start with you, bro. Why would you do that? Okay, fine. James, let's start with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to give this uh, one thumb up. Um, it was fun. Uh, did not live up to hype, but nothing could live up to the hype of Undertale. Fair enough. Uh, but, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it was fun. The, the, the experience was great until I got grumpy and rushed. Um, and also at the same time, it started throwing up barriers in the way of progression, just like continuously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would definitely say wait until like a couple more years and then play it like definitely before the 10 year anniversary, because then people are going to go insane again, probably. (laughs) But like, you know, maybe, maybe play it in like three years. Just put um, it on your list. But definitely. All it needs to do is, is be number four yeah. on your list of games to play, and it'll be three years. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Right. It needs exactly. to age a little yeah. longer. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's not a fine line yet. No, not yet. Or alternatively, play Pokemon before this. And then, right? I don't know. Right. Yeah. But, oh, but I do have a problem in that, which is that some of the memes are already a little stale. So, <laughs> like, in three years, they might be just... Just, just avoid the internet. But anyways, really fun uh, for a while. Um, yeah. Good experience, mostly. Didn't finish. <laughs> are you going to finish? Are you, are you going to finish it or are you just going to leave it? Be real. No, we're going to fucking leave it. Don't even fuck it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is, James, all I'll say is Photoshop flowy. Photoshop Flowey. Yep, Photoshop Flowey. But that would require me to like. No, no, no. Because I'm out of. Just keep playing, and then you'll get. Or you could link a playthrough. I'm at the king fight. I'm at the king boss fight, and I have Uh, no health (laughs) things. Sounds like you need Uh, to backtrack and go buy some hot dog question marks. And and I really don't want to backtrack and go buy some (laughs) shit. Because I'm a stubborn motherfucker, so... so just guess you have the muscle yeah, memory, that perfect, shit. Bro. It's a secret ending you can get if yeah. you alter the game files. Really? Yeah. Oh, weird. <laughs> Is it just fucking uh, that lady from Doki Doki just comes up and Dude, just... Dude, I wish. Holy <laughs> shit. No, it's Sans calling you a hacker. <laughs> oh, fucking great. See, I don't have enough love to to make it like easier for me to get through these battles. So you're a masochist. Um, so yeah, you like the pain, but then yeah. at some point you don't like the pain anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Gabe, yeah. are you willing to go now or do you want me to continue to wait on you? <laughs> well, when you call me out like that. I'm not willing. <laughs> wait. No, I'll go. Okay. Um I think I'll give it I think I too will give it a one thumb up. Okay. I think there's a lot of solid content here and i enjoyed a large amount of it um i think yeah similar to you i'd say like half maybe a little more than half of the writing is stellar very creative very well executed very fun 
And then the rest is like, you know, there are people out there that are going to love it. I don't think I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's some more like maybe like cringy internet stuff and like kind of like lol random and like cutesy. Like you said, boop the snoot, you know, yeah. like cutesy Japanese stuff. And that's not my cup of tea, but there are people out there that love it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, a lot of the game mechanics too. Don't you like it <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> We're cutting it. We're cutting it. <laughs> that's that's James. Oh, right man. oh, that's a reference. If you're new here, I'm sorry. <laughs> Compare uh, this game to the one thumb up of the gardens between. Right? Did I give that a thumb up? No, but I don't remember. <laughs> um <laughs> I like I in my perfect world. I won't do this to you, McQuicks. I know you hate this, but I would probably give it halfway between no thumbs and one thumb. Right. But for your sake, I'll give it one thumb. I appreciate that. Course dog. Uh, and because there's a lot I like about the game. But yeah, and like, you know, some of the monster mechanics, I thought it was very creative that you can essentially talk your way out of everything. Cause that's something you don't see in action RPGs. Uh, but uh, then it kind of gets to the point where then you're doing that constantly and it kind of loses its zest. Um, and it's kind of hit or miss with the puzzles, but I, I got to give credit to this guy because it was a one man, you know, one man army. He did all this and this game is very creative and there's a lot of different endings and it's very open ended. And that's something you don't see a lot with either one developer titles or even massive studios. Yeah. And I think he executed it very well. And like I said, he nailed I'd say almost everything, but I just am not a fan of almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be a uh, it'll be a one thumb from me. I think it's great and some things I don't like, but obviously, you look on the internet, people love this. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. So, I'm happy they love it. Yeah, and it's no mistake. Yeah, no, it's not like a it's not like a how the, how can people love this? Right. It's like clearly there's a reason why they love this, but I'm not one of those people. But I like it. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Uh, considering, I guess, in some sort of ways that we chose this, I'll go last with her. Um, but yeah, I'm really torn on this game because the parts that landed were like A plus to me. Like, just fucking, dude, you are nailing it. Like, this is the type of commentary that I love. And the parts that missed me are the parts that I don't really like like were actively painful dude miss me with that temmy shit that's what i'm saying like miss me with that shit like it just hurts me dog it hurts me dog and like i it 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 was it's like i think i'm just too accustomed to this like new internet where you just don't have to interact with these things but like my life is better to not interact with that punny style of of life i guess and so I'm really torn and I don't know what to give this game. My, I I want, like I'm hearing all these thumbs up that I, and I totally see where you're coming from because meh feels like such a disservice for a game with this much quality that it exudes. Cause it's clearly an amazing game in a many, many, many different facets. Uh, and you feel like in your head that picturesque meh game is like bad. 
You know what I mean? Or like has no redeeming qualities and is just kind of like, huh? But I think I have to, and we'll see if this ages well, but I think I have to give it a meh for me because I don't think Tumblr will remember that. I know. And, and again, it's no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's similar to what you're saying. Like I, 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 I respect and, and, you know, would like, I'm glad that people can enjoy this game because there's beauty here. And as a result, they get a much better experience than I did. And as a result, I'm happy for them and I'm happy for the world because we could only use more positive experiences. But it's not for me, uh, similar to, to you in that way, mostly. Uh, I do think playing it or watching a playthrough of it might be more enjoyable and you might be able to skip some of the sort of the drudgery of it and then you might just be able to enjoy the writing. Um, but still, you're going to get hit with some some puns and some like winks at the camera that are just like a soul shattering or at least like, I don't even know. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, the point is, I think this has to be a meh for me because I know why I stopped last time. It wasn't compelling me through the game. And I know that I felt that just as well this time. And I felt that just as well this time, even when I continued to see a lot more beauty from this game. And it has so much of it. So it's one of those strange games of like, if you have an inkling that you will enjoy this game, you should absolutely play it. If you don't think you'll like it, you should be exposed to it just for games literacy because it is it is valuable and it clearly, like you said, has a huge fan base for a reason. But damn, it just uh, 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 it's just not me, not me, not me, dog. Um, Zoe, are you a Tumblr fanatic, doggo uh, inspired, uh, early internet uh, person, and you love this in every way, or poop that's new? Wow, you're like putting words well, in my mouth. Well, that's what, that's why I said, hell? are you? <laughs> 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 um, I would not put myself in that category. And nevertheless, I really enjoyed this game. This game is going to be a two thumbs up for me. Um, it's been one of my favorites since I played it back in 2015. Uh, not necessarily for the internet humor. While that is like hit and miss, um... You know, there's some parts that are chuckle worthy, some parts that are just groan worthy, some parts where you just want to respond being like hashtag relatable in an ironic sense. Big mood. Um, <laughs> no, no. But, <laughs> but like in the end, I really love this game because it plays off of themes of empathy and friendship, which is just kind like. I don't want to, it's not rare to see in video games, but just to have a video game that's all about relying on your friends, having belief in yourself. And, you know, in the end, it's also just a cute story about monsters and humans. Like, it's a, it's a feel good story where I can see past the internet culture and see the, the themes of friendship and empathy at its core. And therefore, that's what I love about it. Um, you know, there, there are pacing issues, I think, within this game. Some parts maybe drag out a little too long. Some parts feel a little grindy. Um, you know, the, the chance encounters with monsters can get a little redundant. Um, but at its core with what Undertale represents, uh, as well as just the fact that it's made by one guy, the music is great, James. I'm not going to say it's a banger, 
The music is great. <laughs> um, the music's great. I think the story is just such a fuzzy, feel-good story. Uh, the combat is creative. The bosses are creative. Um, and the animations are uh, are also creative. And so I'm just really happy that Toby Fox played something like this. Um, or that he made something like this. Um, and not sure if I'll play Deltarune. <laughs> Uh, just because I kind of like the space that Undertale has for me. And I don't know if, you know, venturing further into that lore is, you know, going to do it for me. Um, I know Toby Fox is also just kind of anxious himself, feeling like he will never live up to Undertale's, uh, you know, the the reception that Undertale got. Um, but he's going to make Deltarune regardless. So I'm excited to see what he'll do. The guy's... The guy's got some talent, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he comes up with next. Um, but yeah, two thumbs. He's up like for the me. equivalent of that squirrel that, or sorry, that uh, snail that's on fire. Like, <laughs> like he's been encouraged too hard. <laughs> Just, yeah, he's been encouraged too hard. Oh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, next week we will be playing the last game in our one person wonders block, and that'll be a little bit of a game in a different vein. Uh, stardew valley we kind of mentioned it a little bit on the podcast but uh we're gonna put on our farming hats and head out to the country because we'll we're gonna farm ourselves some parsnips and uh maybe marry some people and <laughs> gift people rocks and get them angry at us but yeah we'll be playing stardew valley for a week uh, i'm excited to see uh what we all think about that i think Everyone here has played it except for McCoy and James. So, uh, so by everyone, I mean David. And Elena's played it too. Yeah. I guess she's not here. Oh, yeah. And, and Elena. Elena's, Elena's yeah. joining us. I think right? she's joining us. her game. Yeah. And like, you guys have not only played it, you so guys have played it like extensively. And I think that's really important because I, we may be able to get the gist of the game in a week, but like, there truly is something to be said for like the people who are truly in it and who, who have found nearly limitless value in this game and i know like at least three of them and they've talked to me about like four others that they know in their circles of stardew valley lovers so i just feel like i'm glad we have some of those people on here to just fucking talk about that shit yeah yeah um i feel like maybe we should just like start a farm then for all dude how many people can you put in a you know what i mean it's like just just leave society and Okay, you're saying farm. we all move on to a farm together, and then didn't we talk in earlier episodes about a commune that we'd all <laughs> yeah, build? <exactly. laughs> Adam, our trial commons in Stardew Valley. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is what you wanted, right, Adam? Yeah. You can live here, but you just need to remember to close the gate. <laughs> well, the animals out though, you did everything. Yeah, awesome. I'm I'm really excited. I've heard endlessly Real. positive things about this game, and not in a way. The sense that I get. From the outside, from the people that I've talked to that I trust, is that this might be one of the greatest games ever. Like, and 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 it, you know, yeah. you can approach that in any which way you want to. But just like, if from a from a value that it generated, from like a feeling good that it gave to people, from like a fun, from like a just, you know, outside of all that bullshit, I'm just doing this farm thing over here, and I'm fucking loving it. It, it sounds it just, amazing. It just passed 10 million copies sold. Wow. Yeah. So 
the feeling that I've gotten is that it's the best game ever for people that like that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I don't know if I'm the person that likes that. Well, sort James, of you're thing. about to find out. And with that, <laughs> we'll find let's out get out of here. Tune in next week. Hell yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. But yeah, cool. All right. Thanks, everyone. Make sure you, uh, if you like this, feel free to rate us on iTunes. Give us that, that five bell. stars. Otherwise, uh, we've been. Uh, We've been more active on the Instagram, Tyranny of Thumbs on right. Instagram. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, if you didn't like it, like us this week, uh, just hit us up yeah. on Instagram. And if you didn't like us, yeah. give us a like. Yeah. No, it's like just just FYI <laughs> yeah. listeners out there. We've essentially exhausted all of our families and friends for reviews. So we're in dire territory now. So we fucking need you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. So please. It's, it's true. Yeah. Oh, most hilarious shit ever though apple might notice if we start reviewing this stuff again Dude, seriously until, it's actually so, so hilarious do it. like we keep having this moment of like i'll like screenshot a fucking review and i'll, I'll put it in the discord and then james will just be like that's my dad and i'll be like damn <laughs> it was such a positive thing that he said your dad seems like a nice guy <laughs> anyways um take care of yourselves uh and we'll see you next week <clears throat> All, All right. right. Great choice. Fuck yeah.